0: Are we always meant to succeed at something?
1: (laughs) I didn't know it was that funny. (laughs) We'll start
0: small. So outside the window, we were just watching a squirrel and this thing was determined to get on a bird feeder, right? We've all seen this situation. It's stretching from every angle. It's realizing it's not made for it, but it's determined, right? And it spent probably a good five minutes circling tree, trying all these different angles. And finally, I looked down for a bit, and then it was on there all of a sudden. And wow, success. So that brand of success comes from perseverance, perhaps, mm-hmm. right? But there's a lot of people who persevere, and they don't ever succeed. And I'm going to claim this for myself a lot of times, you know? Are we always meant to succeed?
1: Hmm, That's a good question, especially in the context of the squirrel um (laughs) (laughs) well oh the squirrel
0: yeah 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 so
1: i mean i think no i don't think we're always meant to succeed because a lot of times we try to do things that are outside of god's will and we just don't see that um and so i don't think we are meant to succeed at everything but thinking like just the way you described the squirrel right then like it was trying 50 million different angles right it didn't just go at it at one strategy or one approach or maybe two or three approaches it was going at it from all different angles so maybe the squirrel though we don't give squirrels much credit for anything other than being crazy maybe it has like not only perseverance but it has some really like deep-seated psychological survival problem-solving skills you know that like if it doesn't have the the solution yet, then it's going to come up with a new way of going at it.
0: Yeah. It makes me wonder if the squirrel, as it was failing those different times, did it get depressed like humans do? Or did it just like, keep working? You know what I mean? Like, we get down... And we're like, oh, I'm never good. Did this girl have any moments like that?
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> think,
0: I'm going to guess it didn't. They but probably I don't, don't know.
1: have those temptations of like Satan or our own mental thoughts of <laughs> right. like, and all of our past wounds of I'm our, like, insecurity. I can't get this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just like, I want that food and I'm going to get that food.
0: Right. <laughs> Not embarrassed that everyone in the, uh, I guess, creature environment, birds, everyone around him, other squirrels, chipmunks, He's probably not thinking, oh, they're all watching me fail. You know, like that's what a human does, right? Aren't we amazing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. We give ourselves so much. Oh. <laughs> so
0: you're failing right now. You guys hear that crash? <laughs> My wife's been trying to put together um a cabinet, a cabinet for baby. Okay. So for the baby coming. Now you might be like, well, why isn't the husband helping? She was here alone for a bit today. So you had started it. But uh, it looks like I'm going to have to maybe come in on this one (laughs) unless (laughs) you really want to just keep going on your own it's a puzzle in a sense and that could be fun but
1: either way um i don't mind doing these things on my own because i can read instructions very well and like i'm good at putting things together but yeah this thing just did fall apart because i think it's not my failure i think it's the instructions failure right and then when we fail we always blame something else but um, the hole seems to be too big for this screw, and that's why it fell apart. Well,
0: could it be that you're trying to do a podcast and build a shelving <laughs> unit at the same time?
1: I was just trying to stretch my legs at the moment. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I want to go back to uh, the point you had made. Yeah, it's not always God's will, right? So I agree with that. So a lot of times we fail because it's kind of like banging on a door that's not meant to open up, right? And how about this one, though? What if the Lord like allows us to succeed in those moments, right? Because a lot of times he he's all about free will, right? Even if he didn't call someone, and a lot of people aren't looking for the Lord's will, nor do they know exist. You know, they're right. not looking for his will. So, but True. if they have some success in something, because he freely lets them just that happen, right? Eventually, because he's always calling people back to him, you know. And if he has a plan for people and what he wants uh, his children to do, and he knows like what's best for them, right? How to fulfill their lives. And, and it's not so much about the work, like, yeah, we need to work on this earth, but it's more than anything to get to heaven, really get to know him uh, through ever, whatever, whatever path he sees best for us to like, basically, I don't know. And that path might be like discovering a lot of our faults along the way. Like he'd rather have that than us be like super successful in some path where we don't really grow as humans in the heart and the soul, you know? Um, but yeah, like, what happens if he does let us succeed a little bit? You know, that can kind of get tricky because people do have worldly success. You could have great success in the pornography industry, right? That certainly it is his will. What's going on there?
1: No, it's not his will. That's a really good question and a really good point. Um, Satan likes to give people a lot of success in evil things, right? He, The road to perdition is wide and broad and, um, yeah, there's a lot of temptation and there's a lot of real success in evil if people want to pursue that other people just get trapped in that right and because of other people's sin paying for such things like pornography and drugs and stuff like that they're automatically going to be sin like successful because that's already a successful market whether or not someone is good at it you know generally speaking. But yeah, it is kind of tricky. We can't see all of God's angles. Just like, I can't see all the ways that the squirrel is trying to figure out how to get into the bird feeder. But hopefully God, I don't know, the thing that comes to my mind is like, gosh, it made me think, well, maybe I should be praying for people in those situations that they don't succeed. So that Mm -hmm. way they do get out, like pray for their
0: protection. Right. And I've had like good situations. So my first career path was accounting and eventually after realizing I had no passion in it and I had some success, but not enough success. And like, I think that kind of made me go, Hmm, do I really like this? And, you know, so, but yeah, like in other situations <laughs> to think like, should we pray for them not to have success? Well, yeah, if the, if the activity is evil, we would hope they would hit rock bottom, honestly. Right. And, you know, it's it's God's grace if he, like, saves us before we hit rock bottom. You know, if sometimes he does close that door and we're like, oh, why, why? Why not this boyfriend or girlfriend, right? A lot of people can relate to that in their younger lives, right? And uh, it doesn't happen for one, one reason or another. But um, that's like a mercy, really, if it's really not the one, not the job, not the whatever it is. You know, uh, that's a mercy. But sometimes he lets us, you know, our, our wills are free. And if we're determined to pursue, pursue, and close him out, And we think we're getting success and making a lot of money doing this horrible thing, or even just this thing that it's really not our fullest calling, even though we're making a big buck, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's a very interesting to think about.
1: It is. And it's not even just money sometimes. Right. I mean, it could be something that's very good and very holy. Not that money's not good, but um, something else that's like very good and holy. Like, you know, you hear a lot of people who are like actresses or actors and they are successful or they're going down that road and then it's like, oh wait, door closed, God's actually calling me to the religious life or to be like, you know, a minister or a preacher or something like that. A mom or a dad. A mom or a dad, right? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: not to be, I almost think of like people in maybe ballet or something who just like, and again, these are good things for for sure, right? But there may come a time in life where like the Lord's like, all right, I'm going to back you down because when you get serious with anything, volleyball, whatever, right? You can play club. It's just like serious hours, right? So you're, you're not going to be able to do everything else in life because you're committed to this. And that's how things are today. It's like all or none, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to like close that door, hmm, thats success.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I th- yeah, I just think it's really interesting food for thought because then, then the question to me is like, okay, how do I know that I should be pursuing something and I should be oh, totally. determined and per and persevere through this? Um, how, you know, cause God, often reveals his will to people but a lot of times people very very devout people who love god and want to do his will don't always hear his will or don't always know right away like saint a lot of the saints they wanted to follow god's will but it always it wasn't always clear every step of the way so you do have to have some faith and um knowing where to to put that faith and perseverance i like mother angelica i don't know if any of you have heard of her she um, started EWTN and it's, um, she's just like this broken girl from like a rough, I don't, rough neighborhood and kind of grew up in rough circumstances but she learned determination and fortitude and her attitude is kind of like well i gotta do something so you know god hopefully this is the right thing um that's not she doesn't always say that but like that's kind of the way she like built this beautiful evangelization um apostolate is just having the determination and if if god didn't open the door it didn't open she's fine she's gonna do something else you know but like it wasn't always clear to her how things were going to work out or if they were going to work out. She just kept going.
0: Lots going on in my mind right now. So, um, the idea of praying for someone, you know, you know, sometimes I've been in situations, someone's asking for prayers and it could be myself too, by the way, you know, like, Lord, I want this, but go back to the agony in the garden where Jesus was and where he prayed, you know, Lord, if this is your will, something to this effect, let this cup pass from me but not my will, but yours be done. And I've been in that situation where we've wanted something or I've wanted something really very badly. And I was like, but I don't actually know if this is your will or or maybe not yet. So I always, you know, if the spirit was working in me and I was open to it, I would always, it, it, as hard as it was, I'd be like, "But oh Lord, if this is not what you want, <laughs> something to that effect. And that was hard to say because you're coming to prayer to pray about something you want. And, you, and then you end up going, but if you don't want this, Lord, it's okay <laughs> in effect. I mean, that was so hard, but I think that's like <laughs> yeah. being committed to the Lord's will, like come what may, right? Uh, even, and we get in these places, we've all been, I'm like, oh, I want to make this hockey team when I'm younger or whatever, right? And like, you know, I just want this. No, no, no. I don't want to say, but if it's not your will, and it's also kind of weird as a humanist psychologically, right? But if I you know, the desire is good. The thing is good. I have passion for it. Shouldn't it be his will? You know, like that's a tough one too. I think you get to the deeper levels of discernment. And I also think sometimes uh, the Lord doesn't reveal everything at once. Right. Mm-mm. So sometimes personally praying, like I'll just like hear yes or no on certain things, but then there's others where you just don't really hear anything. It's not really a no, but it's more of like, just keep going. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to really open this door. I'm not saying No, but just keep going. Like you are where you are, and you have everything you need right now. Even though we feel like we need much more, but um, a lot of different ways you can go on this one. Where you know this is true to life. Like we try to talk about the day to day. This is tough. Like when you got things that you're not succeeding in, you want to succeed. You think uh, he should grant you success, like, or maybe he's telling you no, or maybe he's not telling you anything. Like what's going on, right? So pretty mm-hmm. challenging.
1: Yeah, it is hard, and that can just be like such a that can just really wear down the spirit of like not knowing. Like if I'm going to commit to something, I want to know that I need to commit to it because it's too hard not to have like, I mean, when you think about athletics, I think about climbing. Okay. That's my sport of choice or, or even like hiking, like peaks and stuff like that. Like you have to know that you're going to do this and you have to know what your out is. I'm only going to like, I have to know my limits too. Like I'm going to get out at this point in order to succeed to be safe I have to stay in and push beyond this pain you know you have to know your benchmarks and like when you don't have those benchmarks you're just flailing all over you're putting yourself in danger if you're climbing or hiking with someone else you could put them in danger like if you're just kind of winging things right so too with the spiritual life like um we should have (laughs) like these benchmarks that we're working at and and the spiritual life is so hard that if you don't have those levels of commitment, it can be just so easy to give up when in fact you should be doing that thing. So it's like, okay, God, I want to be committed to your will and I'm trying, but it's hard to have commitment to persevere persevere through the suffering when I don't even know if I should be doing it. You Mm -hmm. know, like it's just, it's a lot. And I think that's where it's really important to have spiritual mentors. Um, Uh, spiritual directors, a a priest, a pastor, a a friend that you know and you can trust to help you like really to give you the voice of wisdom. Um, Because we just, we can't hear it all on our own. I don't think we're not meant to. I mean, that's why God gave us church and community.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Counselors, guidance, taking it one step at a time. Sometimes um, or often we at least know like a couple steps. Sometimes we know none, <laughs> but like I can speak for myself. Like usually I know, okay, well I'm at least supposed to do this today and that I don't always know the big picture. So maybe we, to simplify it, we can break it down and be like, we always want to know the end, right? <laughs> we always want the big, well, when will I get married? Lord, it's been 12 years, you know, <laughs> like we always want to know. But, um, yeah, as long as like, Lord, do I keep going in this direction today or this week or this month? Right. Or this year? Uh, maybe to break it down. And then when it's his will to, uh, you know, time to reveal to us, I think that's, that'll be right. And like, as Augustine says, I think as Augustine who says, like, basically us praying to God is not like, God, will you finally hear me? It's like us becoming ready to receive it, right? Receive the blessing or the answer for that matter. And a lot of times we're not ready to receive the answer, myself included. And you know, how do we get there? I I think fasting helps. Like it starts to like get us serious, just like a real fast, um, or dieting or, you know, like you start to get serious. You trim off the fat, if you will. And, and it kind of strips away like that excess flutter and you start to go, what do I really want? Like, let's cut to it. And what's fluff. What's really not maybe, uh, something that's aligned to the Lord, but more like my kind of human will, not that that's all bad, but like, is it really for God's greater glory? You know, like you start to strip that away. So I think fasting is huge, consistent prayer. um, silence right and certainly turning off tv like social media like not looking at others and what they have <laughs> that's never going to help someone figure out what they are and who they are and whose they are and what they're supposed to be doing
1: yeah that's a huge one comparing in comparison like that <laughs> that is a big danger and you know a lot of the great spiritual giants will say that comparison is the thief of joy. So um, that's definitely something to keep in mind as well. Hmm. But yeah, consistent prayer too. Like a lot of times, you know, we live in such a busy modern era that, you know, we have a lot of sporadic prayers, which are good, but we have to, I'm a firm believer that if we want to have the relationship with the Lord that he calls us to, we have to have consistent times of dedicated prayer, whether that's five minutes in the morning, two minutes at night before you fall asleep, like those are our safeguards to make sure that we're constantly in communion with God. And I know a lot of people disagree with me, but that is the biblical way. That is the way of the church to have set hours. I mean, you look at the early apostles and disciples, they were saying their prayers at the hours as a Jewish tradition, like that was their Jewish tradition, but they knew that that was still important even after they had met Christ. Christ himself kept prayer at the hours because it's so important to make sure that we're committed to some form of connection with God throughout the day.
0: Yeah, and I was just reading my journal actually, something I wrote from, I don't know, probably 15 years ago. And I mean, I've said it over and over in my life and I keep coming back to it because I keep failing. But I'm like, quarter hour of a quarter hour of prayer a day, like straight, like silence with the Lord, you know, I do the rosary and things like this, but my brain's always all over the place but like literally just like and it's tough right it's tough especially after sitting all day at work or s- sitting in bed all night like we who wants to like get up from bed and then just sit right it's really oh, tough i hate
1: that that's like my it's least, so tough yeah right it's, it's
0: almost easier to stay in bed and pray right that's what like, i have to do right then i'm like well i should be on my knees at least you know but when i finally like i have to force myself but that's okay i could just right now i'm going to recognize it brian there's a little bit of a suffering but it's always worth it like there's a little human hurdle for me right Once I dive in and I lock in, I shut my brain, not off, but I like tone it or commit it to prayer. I don't, it's never shut off, but, um, and like just commit to that quarter hour or whatever it is for you. Uh, it's worth it. It's like that nourishment that you can't, it's like, what was I doing? And like so quickly he just like reorders my thinking, like my whole day, my outlook, like everything Prayer is just awesome, um, and sometimes you feel like nothing's going on. I've had those times too. I'm like, okay, oh, I'm just gonna sit here and stretch. Uh, maybe <laughs> you can like, uh, you know, read a little scripture line or something. Nothing too crazy, but just like a line or two, just to kind of redirect you or something small. There's so many ways to pray, right? Just say something short, like, uh, Jesus, have mercy on me. Something to direct your attention back yeah, to God. Totally. Um, you know, sometimes it helps with when those distractions come. Just turn yourself back to the Lord. But, yeah. So, anyways, in those times, uh, I think you know, spending time with him. It then you you're able to hear him better and like I know seasons in my life where I'm like I'm just hearing the Lord so much better I'm like hmm, wonder why right and uh, it's because I'm spending more time with him and then <laughs> yeah, sometimes right. he'll reveal like an answer to me of something I've been serving for a while at kind of a rare time but I'm like just more tuned in like you know just could be during my day on my lunch and a quick two second prayer or something but I'm just like I just know like wow that's the direction I need to go Lord and usually I'll confirm it like you know do I have the peace and all that such. But, uh, yeah, spending time with the Lord. Gosh, it's, it's like the easiest thing. You don't need a manual. You don't need all this stuff. Right. It's right. like, we just have to do it. You know, mm-hmm. we just have to do it. And it's tough. People raising parent, you know, kids and all these types of things. And yeah.
1: Right. Oh my gosh. I feel like we need to do a separate episode just about prayer and maybe, yeah, we should, because there's so much to explore. And today when we were on our walk, praying the rosary, it came to my mind. I mean, I've had some prayers that you know I'm still praying for after a long time, you know.
0: Um, <laughs> We're all there, and,
1: right? and I'm sure y'all can relate to that. But um, so I'm like, why? Why am I? You know, why am I praying this? And it's like, God just gave me a reminder. I don't know, it was my guardian angel, the spirit, or just this thought that came to my mind, like that I remember learning um, that when we pray. It's actually, we think it comes from us, but our prayers are a response to what God's already doing in our heart. So God is already at work fostering in us a desire to pray the spirit, right? That's what he does. He helps us to pray. He's our advocate praying on our behalf because we don't know how to pray, right? St. Paul talks about that. And so when we do come to God in prayer to recognize like he put this on my heart to pray for it. So if I want to pray for a healing, it's because he already wants this healing. Like he is the like the divine physician, he wants this healing to occur or he wants this whatever to whatever. Um it might not look the way I think it's going to look. It might not be um according to to my designs, but he has that prayer in my heart for a reason. And so I think that is something that could really go into this conversation of success. Like why am I praying for success in this? Is he putting this on my heart um, because he really wants to see success in this project? Yeah, probably. But yeah, what will that success look like? Is it um, $50 million (laughs) because it just explodes and it takes off and my business is amazing? Or is it success in the fact that I've learned some I don't know, spiritual lesson that I really needed to learn. And this was the only way to learn it.
0: Yeah. I grew in some virtue, right? Um, Yeah. Great, great thoughts there, Melissa. And um, just makes me, when, when you're saying that, I think of like someone who really is praying the same thing over and over. It's like, we're probably, not always, but a lot of times I felt like for myself, I was praying my desires over and over. But was I really after the Lord's desires? Like the prayer and the success probably could, could have come quicker if I was really like in line with what he wanted to do. And now sometimes there are seasons of waiting, like he does things through that, you know. Um, but I think like the sooner we are responsive to that spirit in us, praying in us, because he knows what he wants to accomplish through his church, and we're his body, right? And not to say like again, he gives us free will, so we freely cooperate because we do see that it is better. It <laughs> sometimes it takes <laughs> us a while to see that, <laughs> right. and we don't cooperate right away.
1: <laughs> right? But, he lets us drown a little bit sometimes yeah
0: yeah and we feel the pain because it's pulling us away but he knows just like a father or mother who sees their little child they know what's better for the kid right uh in certain situations and certainly god the father is eternally uh more wise than us and such and only loves us so he's only looking to give us the very best he's not trying to force his will on us but he knows what's going to make us most happy in the end and help out all these other people around us you know the the body of the church and such but the sooner we can get on onto his will you know the sooner we probably could see success. (laughs) It's like the question I think I'm saying here is, are we really uh, following his will? You know, are we really seeking him and his success or is it my will? You know, is it my will? And again, these aren't always bad things that we have in mind, but sometimes maybe he doesn't want to accomplish it or not in the same way as us. Or it could just be a matter of patience, <laughs> right? Because he's still doing other things. Other things are moving that'll come into this whole plan. And uh, we kind of want the end before it's really quite ready for that.
1: Right. And I think of so many times when um, Jesus himself or he sends his apostles or uh, different disciples to go like heal and cast out demons, heal people from the demonic or cast out demons. Um, and sometimes they're, you know, the lack of faith of others can affect Your own success, or the lack and the sin that is around us, can prevent us from being successful in the ways that I mean. Because of course, Jesus would want wanted to cast out demons like that was part of his mission, right? But it wasn't always successful because of other people's unwillingness, and so that's something for us to consider too. Like, well, is there something else beyond my control that is preventing my success in this way? then I have to be like the squirrel and reroute and like figure out like, okay, what's another approach? How can I problem solve around this, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just humility. You know, um, I was reading actually this morning, um gosh. Saint Teresa of Avalon, John of the Cross. Is it Divine Fire? I forget, I'm sorry. Forgetting the name of the book at the moment. But anyways, she was just talking about it. again, right? The quickest way is humility. It's just humility. It's the quickest way to deeper prayer. And like, because yeah. when you're humble, truly humble, and we can't always get there, we need actually grace to get there. <laughs> then you're just like, Lord, I am yours. And he, the father's just like, hello, we got someone who is ready to do whatever to get to, uh, to get to, <laughs> to get success. The success that I know is best for hit, for that person, for everybody. And, uh, then I think things come a little bit quicker. Can we be humble though? Can we be open to his will? Can we be like Jesus you know let your will be done not mine
1: right and that's um, a few things that come to mind the catechism of the catholic church for those of you who don't know what it is um, a great resource um, it basically lays out all the teachings of the catholic church so if you're not catholic but you hear all these weird things about catholicism maybe it'd be good for you to actually look at this and say like is what i hear about the catholic church true because it's all laid out here. And for those of you who are Catholic, um, it's a great resource if you haven't um, had a chance to dive into it. But the whole last part and th- really the climax, well, it's all a climax, but <laughs> really like the the conclusion of the catechism, the teachings of the Catholic Church, is all about prayer and how everything comes down to prayer. And, and it says, it opens up this section on prayer that says, um that we cannot pray if we don't have humility. It takes humility in order to pray. Um, and so, yeah, I think you're, you're spot on, Brian, like recognizing that um, that the way of prayer as we see it as Christians is humility because that's when we recognize that God is God and we are not. and um, And then at that point, maybe successes don't even matter. Maybe we look at successes in very different ways when we recognize that God is God and we are not.
0: Yeah, uh, as it says in Isaiah, my ways are not your ways. And, you know, success, it could be money, but it's not always money. And that's a good thing. We don't want uh, just our worldly, you know, worldly ambitions all the time. But what is the, the true will of the Lord? The book I'm thinking about is Fire Within. <laughs> and one other thing uh, St. Teresa of Avila had said in this book, is you know there's like so many like eastern prayers right and all that or meditations i should say with all these strategies and sometimes you need some kind of strategy to sort of like get in the zone and kind of tune out the noise and all this stuff but she just said like the amount of time wasted on these different like method methodologies and da, 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 right and stuff she's like if they would just humble themselves you don't need this whole long recipe don't make it so difficult mm-hmm. in a sense i'm heavily paraphrasing but it's just like you know that kind of idea there so whether you are a believer um, any denomination, Protestant, Catholic, atheist, agnostic, whatever you got going for you, I think without a doubt, humility is the quickest way to deeper prayer and, and to getting getting there quicker, whatever there is, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. We like to complicate things, but God is pure and God is simple. And so to imitate him, <laughs> to be um, like him, we should do that too in our prayer and trust just trust in him. So whatever you guys are struggling with, if you're frustrated, you want to be successful in an area, you want a promotion, you feel like you're failing as a parent, you're <laughs> which is very common from what I understand. <laughs> you feel like things, something in your life just isn't going the way you want. Um, a, we can empathize and we are praying for you because it is such a struggle. It's such a frustration to have that feeling of failure or, um, just a constant roadblock. So know that you're in our prayers on a regular basis. Secondly, take that feeling of frustration to the Lord. I really invite you to, um, ask God why he's allowing that struggle, that frustration or that feeling of failure. Um, and let him, and let him speak to you in that pain and let him, um, reveal to you the sweetness that he wants to reveal to you, whether it is to go in a different direction or to look at things at a new angle or, um, just to patiently surrender to the, to that experience. I really invite you to take a few minutes to do that this week. And finally, if you ever need to lament, please just let us know, comment, <laughs> um, listen to our podcast. Cause that's what we talk about a lot. <laughs> and, um, let us be an encouragement to you, um, either through our social media platforms, you can DM us, you can comment on our YouTube or, mm. um, ask us questions on, um, on Spotify or whatever, reach out to us. Let us be a resource for you.
0: Yeah. I always have hope, you know, with God, it's going to, there's always, we may not know the end and it may not be happening according to our schedule, but there's always reason for hope. You know, in God, there's always reason for hope because something good is going to come, uh, even if it's not until the next life. <laughs> but that's a better end than anything, right? As I sit here and I look at your 26. 26- more pieces of shelving unit and 300 screws (laughs) Uh, we're gonna try to have hope in this situation (laughs) even if we should die before this thing happens it's okay (laughs) it was god's will maybe for us not to finish it i don't know but we can know in the end he's got our back and that's the best right regardless of our our desires
1: (laughs) it's gonna happen babe all right ciao ciao